Welcome to Think Smart, Act Smart, a project of Partners in Shaduchim, where Partners in Shaduchim turns each single's profile and their listed pal or shadchan into active participants to find a match for themselves or a single that they know. Harness the potential of profiles that seems to meet your needs. Learn more about them and start making matches. Every singles profile added to the PINS database has proven to enhance the options for other like-minded singles, searching by bringing them on board for the cause instead of just sitting back and waiting for the phone to ring. A significant number of new profiles each week expands for each single that becomes a member and many more options to find a, a match or to be matched by someone else searching for a match. This platform is expanding with more peer-to-peer involvement from communities worldwide. Become a member today. Elisa Ben Shalom is a professional dating coach, author, in-demand speaker, and an expert in soulmate clarity. She helps marriage-minded singles in a relationship from uncertainty and overwhelm to finding the clarity they need to confidently determine whether this is the one or if they should be done. Over the last decade, she has trained 100-plus dating coaches and matchmakers and has helped hundreds of singles manifest their soulmates. To learn more about Aliza and her work, visit marriagemindedmentor.com. Welcome, Aliza. It's wonderful having you on our podcast. Thank you so much, Bela. So, so I have some questions that I believe will resonate with the singles. For example, they might ask, shouldn't I know without a doubt that the person I'm dating is for me? And if they aren't, it only makes logical sense to break up. No? It's a great question, and I don't use that logic, right? So it, a lot of people like to say, well, if I'm not sure that it's a yes, then it's a no. And if, I don't, if I'm unsure, then it must not be the right person because when it's going to be the right person, I'm going to be sure, I'm going to know, and it's going to definitely be clear to me. And I would challenge you and I would say, no, let's not use that logic. And I would say, if you're unsure if it's a yes, then it's just a maybe. It's just, I don't know. And when you're unsure of what to do, I say it's a yes for now. It's a yes for another date. It means... I don't have enough information and data to say yes, so I can't say yes. I also don't have enough information and data to say no. I'm not 100% sure it's not for me. I'm just somewhere in between. And I think a lot of people get tripped up because they're waiting to feel something strong, an overwhelming emotion, a clear message, you know, a sign, if you will, that this is the one. And people don't often see that. They don't feel that. And then they get concerned, well, I'm having a nice time, but how do I know that this is the one? And so the short answer would be continue dating them, continue learning about them, continue spending time with them, see how you feel. Are you able to converse and still get along? Do you have a nice time? Do you continue to have a nice time, right? For me, I would tell you it's not so normal that you go out and that you keep going out and that things just work nicely. Mostly people go out and it doesn't always work so nicely, and then it usually ends, or things kind of fade out. But when things keep on working, and somebody might say, but I'm not feeling a spark, but you're definitely feeling something, and there's enough of a connection for it to keep going, then I would say keep going and work on this relationship. So I would say no, absolutely not. Don't break up, but when you're in doubt, go out and continue the relationship and give yourself more time to figure it out. I want to ask you what a spark means. You know, what does that mean when someone says, 
What, is, what does it mean, Elisa, when someone says they don't feel that spark? Because remember, there, there are different types of people. There are people who are thinking personalities, and there are people who are feeling personalities. Myers-Briggs, right? There are different categories. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. depending on the person that's asking the question, if the person's a thinking person, what does it mean, that spark? And if the person's a feeling person, what does it mean, that spark? In order to be able to coach them through it. Right, what they're feeling. So it's interesting because I notice my thinking clients, when they talk about a spark, they'll usually say, when I would say to them, well, how do you feel? They would usually say, well, I, I think it's a good match. right? <laughs> or, or they'll tell you, oh, I feel, right. or, or they'll say, I feel like it's a good match. Either way, they're not referring to a feeling. They're always referring to their thinking. And that for them is translating into a feeling of connection. And the people that feel a spark usually feel something. So either it's butterflies in the stomach or they feel a sense of excitement. Maybe they get a little bit flushed or excited or a little bit nervous. They're actually feeling something. And physiologically in their body, there's something that's going on for them. And and a spark, to me, isn't always a positive sign, right? It could be a false positive where there's fireworks, there's excitement, there's a feeling, or even there's a thinking that something could really, really be there, and people get very excited emotionally or, or mentally. They're excited about an idea, and then only later on does it fizzle out because whatever was there was there, but it wasn't enough to hold a relationship together. So it sounds to me that a person who's a feeling person probably has a harder challenge identifying the relationship because to think it through is harder for them, while the thinking person can think it through. It's it's a real challenge as a coach to a single, and how will a single know that this person is for them? Right, so if we're saying that we can't count on that feeling being true, right, not for the thinking person and not for the feeling person, that that's not going to be their guide of whether this is their person, then we need to use other tools. So one is to make sure that we're very clear about what our values are and, and that we know what we're looking for in a partner and in terms of building a relationship. And our values are things that we should know before we get into any relationship. It's something that we should have had, we should have thought about, we should have a list of those things. You know, people say, make your top three, make your top 10, you know, whatever, whatever they, whatever people tell you to do. Um, there does need to be a list. I'm not usually a fan of only a top three. I like to know really what people are looking for so that when they meet somebody, they can say, how much are we aligned in terms of our values, right? Even if I look at you and I like the way that you look or I sit with you and I feel connected to you, it doesn't necessarily mean that we're beshert and that there's something here. It means that I'm feeling something. But when it's backed up by knowing that my values are in line with who you are and your values, then to me we have a much stronger indication that somebody is appropriate for you and is potential soulmate material. Hold on that a little, Lisa. I'm still going back to the feeling person. Okay, so for somebody who is feeling connected to somebody and there's a positive energy there and a positive relationship between two people, we want to back up that feeling with information that says not only are you feeling connected, but look at that, it's true. The values that you have and what you want to, how you want to raise a family in the future and, and how you want to build your life, 
wow, look at that. Not just that you're feeling connected to this person and there's something good here, but actually what I want out of life, you also want out of life. And those things are in, in alignment. And so when we can combine how I feel and having a positive association with what my values are and having also a positive association with the other person, that to me gives me more information to say this is a match that is aligned. It's not just that you're feeling like it's a good match, but we know that it's a good match because we can say based on your values and based on who you are, you are aligned. And, and, and moving forward, you're not worried, do I just like them? Do I just like the way they look? Do I just feel connected, but I don't understand why I feel connected? So what if someone's been dating for a while and they need time to make a decision and they're still undecided and whether they should get engaged? What, what would you do? What would you suggest? So I always tell people that you can only move as fast as the slowest person in the relationship. So there's always one side that's moving a little bit slower and one side that's ready to get engaged. And the person that's ready to get engaged sometimes feels like, oh, my gosh, like I have clarity. They should have clarity. We should move ahead. And sometimes it results in a little bit of an ultimatum, which is not intended. But when one side has clarity and the other side is moving towards that, it feels the person feels like they're under a lot of pressure. And it's very difficult to make a good decision when you're under pressure. So I like to remind the person who's ahead of the game that you need to slow down. You need to give the other person a longer time period to work through this, to figure it out, and to come to the same conclusion so that you can move ahead. And so if somebody is feeling rushed to make a decision, I would tell them to speak it out with the person that they're dating, to ask for a little bit more time to continue the dating process so that they can get to know them and more importantly so that they can become more comfortable with their own feelings and with their own connection. And so that can grow naturally instead of rushing to the let's just get engaged and you'll feel it later, don't worry about it. For those singles who struggle with knowing how to convey that, that, that need and the fear of by saying that they might lose the person, what, how would they go about Can you give us an example of how to approach it? Yeah. Yeah. So we need to sandwich the conversation with positive um, connection. So we need to know that I, I could say to somebody, um, I, I'm enjoying going out with you. I'm feeling very connected, and I think this is heading in a really wonderful direction. I think you're a little further ahead than I am, and I would love to continue dating a little bit more so I can become more comfortable. And And I'm really excited to get to know you more and to go out more and, and to connect more. And I know that we're, we're heading in, in a direction. I'm just not as far along as you are, and, and I would more time to... So let's say the, the single doesn't feel like saying, I really like you a lot. They're not even up to that point yet, but they're the type of person that needs a while, like another six weeks, another eight weeks, or just a big question mark. They don't know. And they know that they're the person that they're dating with w wants to move it further ahead. And they know that they need that, that feeling of that, they are, that they're liked. And they can't say that they like them because they don't like them enough to say that I like them because they don't want to mislead them. Do you, do you, are you right. just honest and say that and, and be willing, 
take the chance by being as candid as possible because relationships are all about being honest? Well, we want to be honest, but we don't, we don't know that we don't like them. We just, it's just hard to say that when I don't know you so well. So we need to give enough positive fuel and positive energy towards the relationship so that somebody can have the motivation to continue dating. So we need to say something. If you can't say, I'm enjoying going out, you can say, I've enjoyed getting to know you. If you can't say, I've enjoyed getting to know you, maybe you can <laughs> say, I'd like the opportunity to continue getting to know you. That doesn't say that I like you. It doesn't say that I had a good time. It just says that I want to continue to get to know you, which implies that there's enough here to move things forward. So you need to like carefully craft language so that it's true and it's true to you, but it doesn't take the relationship down a notch. Because if I were to say to you, oh, well, Bela, I'm really, you know, it's, it's been, you know, interesting getting to know you and, uh, I'd like to see you again, right? <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't leave somebody feeling so good. Interesting right. getting to know you. I'd, I'd rather you just say, I would like to go out again, right? And a positive indication of I want to see you again, it to a certain degree implies I like you enough to see you again. But if you don't want to say I like you enough to see you again, right, then, then we want to say something that uh, is true for us that can help somebody to be encouraged to go out again so, and, and right. so that they don't think that this is going nowhere. Otherwise, they're going to say, well, this is a waste of my time. You don't know what you want. You don't think you want me, so I don't want you. Okay, forget about it. Yeah, we don't want that to happen. That's why this is just a, around a 15-minute podcast, but they get a chance, the audience gets a chance to hear how getting in touch with you would be so beneficial to get more comfortable in learning how to engage in conversation and, and comfortable with themselves to know how to say what they want to say um, and so they're, they're successful to get over, as you say, get over their hurdles and under the chuppah. My last question, how long does it take someone to gain clarity and to recognize their zivuk, their soulmate. So I love your podcast, which is Think Smart, Act Smart. And I think that gaining clarity about your zivuk comes from thinking smart and acting smart. So when somebody thinks through the process and acts accordingly, then they're going to be able to yield results but the how long question, how long is this going to take somebody, I think, that, I think that it's different for everybody. So I've seen some people gain clarity in as little as several weeks. They date consistently. Um, they see each other frequently. And they spend you know, more time together over a shorter period of time. And I've seen other people who struggle with anxiety and being indecisive. And for them... It takes anywhere from two months to could be five months or more, depending on how quickly they can move through the process. And even when we're thinking smart and we're acting smart, we still have to feel confident enough to move ahead. So we need to combine our thinking and our actions and yield a feeling, a result of wanting to take things to the next level so that we can get engaged and build the life that we've been dreaming of. So I would say somewhere between several weeks and several months um, is normal for people to gain clarity. And if you're unsure, if you're hesitating, if you're 
worried about making a decision, try to slow the process down and give yourself more time. Let the other person know you're interested to continue, but you're not ready to make that final decision yet. And make sure that you're sincere enough so that they know that you're really making an effort, that you really want to, you see the value that's here and you want to become more comfortable so that you could move ahead with confidence and take things to the next level. Singles who find that they have a repetitive, um, it, it's, they typically get into this web of not being sure after dating somebody for a while if this is the right person for them. You as a coach um, working directly with the singles, when do you encourage them, when would you encourage singles to reach out to you specifically, for example, if they see a pattern? Should they start before they, they, the next person that they meet or should they reach out to you when they first meet the person? and then reach out to you? So if somebody knows that they have a pattern of dating and it's not bringing them to the chuppah, I would say if they're not involved in a relationship, it's best for us to start before they're in a relationship so we can talk about the pattern, we can identify it, and we can make sure moving ahead that we have an awareness of it so that we don't repeat the pattern. If they're already involved in a relationship, it's not too late, we can work on it but they have to really want to shift the pattern and want to create a change in the relationship so that they're not repeating the same behaviors over and over again and so that they can get different results by behaving in a different way. So, you know, they say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So we want to shift those same things that we do over and over again so that we will yield different results, so that we'll feel differently, so that we'll understand things differently, and so that we'll connect to somebody in a, in a deeper way, and that will also lead us to clarity and making the right decision and not just exiting a relationship because, you know, we're not sure what to do or because we're feeling so frustrated by the process. Well, for all of you that are listening, uh, today we interviewed Aliza Benchelam. I want to thank you, Aliza. Please be sure if you know a single that needs coaching or if you yourself listening would like to reach out, please go to marriagemindedmentor.com. Bela, thank you so much for having me on. And I just want to encourage singles to use Partners in Shaddachim to use this amazing database to find their Shaddach and to be able to do it with dignity and privacy through this incredible database.